y'all. What's going on? Welcome, welcome. To another episode of Chillin' Venus, Mouse Venus. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yes, baby, it's giving Foxy. Move my cups out the frame and shit. It's giving Foxy. Bitch, gotta stay hydrated in this motherfucker. Um, so what's going on, y'all? So this episode almost didn't happen because a bitch got mad distracted this week <laughs> in the best way possible. I hope he keeps it up. Hey. Um, but yes, enough about that. Um, it's your girl, Nicole Coco Patrice. I'm definitely giving y'all all my Foxy Brown luxury. I had to go watch one of them Foxy Brown movies um, after I uh, put my wig on and I was turning my head. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all wasn't supposed to know it was a wig. Well, anyway, it's a wig. So, um, but I mean, underneath, you know, I could pull that off. It's just it take a little more work and I don't be feeling like it. Um, so, yeah, we... Um, we was out here turning heads, bitch. Um, I went to the Chicago Salsa, um, International Salsa Congress um, on Saturday um, for one day. It's a three-day, four-day conference. Like, it started on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, so four nights. Um, and it's a great time. I definitely want to look into next year, um, getting a hotel and doing the whole thing it definitely is a pretty penny but it's worth it because it's so lit especially as dancers you know if you enjoy dancing and you know everything that comes with that and the camaraderie and the performances and just the partying all night long it is definitely worth spending your your money on it's a good time um so yeah so i went for a day um not even a whole day i, I was <laughs> occupied i was occupied but um <laughs> we ended up uh going in the evening uh saturday and catching the um so i ended up doing a kisomba class i'm learning kisomba um which is like the tango it's like argentinian tango a little bit with like it kind of gave me like two-stepping and cumbia vibes so it's like i don't know it's a lot well zook actually gives me more cumbia vibes so cumbia um, it's got a lot of push and pull and tension. And so the zoo kind of give me those kind of vibes. It's a little unhinged version of like Kazomba. Kazomba is very like tight and intimate, like um, tango and very slow and sensual. Um, can be. Um, even though the lady who was giving the class said it's like a, it could be like a family dance. Like you're supposed to dance it with your family or whatever. So I don't know what y'all families be doing, but anyway y'all to each his own um so yeah i need to learn a little bit more about kisomba um and zook look a little wild right now for me but it's cool though i danced up my little zook dance with this a uh, really great lead and um she helped me look real good yes um so yeah so bitch i'm out here living my best life with my foxy brown wig it's giving me like five extra inches so i'm like six feet tall now so you niggas you know <laughs> you better step it up <laughs> you better get them knees enhanced or whatever the fuck you gotta do put on your put on your platform shoes like prince used to do okay um <laughs> but uh no it's it's been it's been a fun weekend so shout out to everybody that was at the salsa congress i had a great time i've been dancing for the last couple of weeks even though i um i shot some uh thing that hopefully the video will come out soon i don't want to give too much away but um i participated in a very um fun uh like soul train like event and it was fun afro futuristic so it, my 
my wig made its first appearance there, my fro. And uh, I was doing a lot because I had on my like shiny, like glittery disco boots and they went up to my knees. And I was like practicing some stuff at home for some other stuff and that. And like, I got excited. I was thinking I was like, you know, I'm thinking I'm like in my twenties and I got on my knees and dropped down and did some shit. And I think I bruised my damn shin. And you know, you ain't no blood, no pooling of blood, no actual bruise mark. So you kind of take it for granted. Like, did I actually bruise my bone? Like, there's no way that I could do that. Yes, you can. So it's like a small fracture probably um, that I need to stay off of, but I've not been doing that. Um, and shout out to the guy that was dipping me and almost dropped me like three times at the um, at the thing on Monday. Uh, nigga asked for my email. I should have known, motherfucker. Who asked for a girl email in the middle of the club? We in the middle of the club. And you're going to say, Look, can I get your email? Yes, of course you can, nigga. What the fuck I'm going to do with it? Which I'm just going to motherfucking ignore you like all the other goddamn unsolicited motherfuckers. Like, what? Can I get your email? This nigga actually thought I was going to stand there while he typed the email out. And then I walked away. I said, okay, I'm about to go get some water. Bye. He's like, okay, but I'm going to send you the email right for one second. Motherfucker email like, hi, I'm me. I just met you. Uh, great dancing with you. you. I'll hopefully get another dance. Like, nigga, I'm still here. Why are you talking to me like we like days apart from each other? Nigga, literally, it's five minutes in from the last dance. And you didn't type the email like, it was great dancing with you all those moments ago. I missed you so much. Very weird. Um, and then he walked up to me about 20 minutes later. was like, did you get the email? Nigga, I ain't checked it. And he, I think he ain't like that. I ain't say nigga. I said I ain't check it. I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to check it. But he heard the implied nigga, and he walked away. He ain't even say shit. He just walked away. I was like creepy. So y'all, if that nigga stabbed me up at the dance, that's what that's who it was. It was the nigga that asked for my email. Okay, just check check my check my Gmail inbox for the creepy email about the dance I just had. That's who did it. Um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll be putting it on them with them salsa moves. My salsa getting a lot better. I'm so um, happy and jealous at the same time um, that I did not get to make it to the salsa room because bachata room kept calling me. People kept call pulling me back to the bachata room. But yeah, so my leg messed up. So I was trying to take it easy. I knew salsa was going to be a lot for me. And then I knew, you know, it was going to be crowded and packed and, you know, hot up in there. But bachata room was hot and crowded and packed too. Um, but, you know, people weren't dipping me too much. So my knee is, is making it. I got to get my knee together for the shamrock shuffle so y'all pray for me um because i gotta stay off my leg but i can't because i'll be working out and it's like i can't figure out what to do so if y'all got any advice on how to like strengthen your leg and be like superwoman and then also not break your leg after like almost breaking your leg let me know how to, let me know how to do that okay um so yeah i'm trying to whip through this because i got a lot going on this week and i'm just trying to hit some stuff real quick so let me move on so yeah salsa chronicles was lit if y'all go for sure like get a room go with your friends bring lots of liquor bring all the shit you need to have a good time you go back up to your room kick it turn up come back down dance some more it's, it's such a good time um and yeah so i was a little jealous but also happy for um miss rose she's 80 i believe three years old and she got a dance with my salsa crush raul venezuela like i was like bitch and i saw him and delia in the hallway and i was like so starstruck i could not say anything like i just stood there and was like looking at them like oh my gosh that's them and didn't walk up to them and say hi i said something to him on instagram i was like man i saw y'all and i didn't even speak and he was like don't act like that i'm like i know i'm so ashamed of myself and then a day later he posts a, a video of miss rose dancing with him i was like no <laughs> no i'm happy for miss rose i was like that could have been me 
But it was awesome. She walked up to him and asked him if he could dance with her. And she she actually inspired me to like definitely keep going with the dance and like not to be intimidated by it. Cause I'm like, okay, this woman in her eighties and she out here doing it and she look good. She smooth with it. And she was telling me, um, actually when I saw her at the Congress that, um, you know, her and her friend had started, they know the founders of, um, the Congress, I forgot their names. Um, Rosita and somebody, but anyway, um, the, you know, she was saying that like, they are, you know, been dancing for like over 40 years, you know, and they're like, no, this is like the fountain of youth. Like, keep it up. It keeps you happy. She's like, make sure if you got a, a man that he liked to dance and he danced with you and y'all always use that as y'all like, you know, um, healing and like, you know, keep it, keep that in your life. And so I appreciate her for sharing that wisdom. Um, because yeah, those are goals for me. Like I can't imagine myself dating somebody that doesn't like to dance at this point. Like if you don't, if you don't like to dance, I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. Cause you're going to be mad when you see me out dancing. You're going to be mad when I don't want, when I leave you behind, you're going to be mad when you see me with other niggas dancing. Like I'm going to be dancing. Cause I, I fucking love it. Um, and as I should, the fuck. Uh, so yeah, salsa with um Raul. Um, she did a great job with him, and she got like two more dances from some great dancers. And so next time I go, I'm not gonna be shy. I'm definitely gonna walk up to my dance crushes and just stop being a little punk. Um, but this is my first time going to the CICS. Um, and then this will be my second time if I go um to the one coming up in April to Chicago um uh, salsa and bachata festival um also in Rosemont. So y'all check that out hopefully i see y'all there if y'all got some passes look me up okay anyway moving on quickly um so i saw uh chris brown then had it y'all chris brown chris brown went on a whole like i guess tirade and just put everybody on blast and i feel like it's justified because like i talked about him on another episode where they did him they were doing him dirty you know behind so karuchi um, I guess had a restraining order on him and that was the reason ultimately why he was not allowed to perform um at the um was it the Grammys? One of them. The billboards. One of them. I don't know. I confuse them all. Fuck them all. Um AMAs, one of them niggas was supposed to do a tribute to Michael Jackson for Thriller 40th anniversary. And him and Sierra had been practicing for it and he was not able to attend because of a restraining order um against that against him that Karuchi had and she was gonna be a presenter. And I'm like, so you chose a presenter over a fucking epic iconic performer? Y'all know what the fuck y'all was doing. Y'all could have told that bitch to stay her ass at home. The fuck, nigga, we, we picking, okay? Bitch, you not invited no more. Who the fuck is you even? I don't even know who this bitch is. But anyway, okay. Ran over. Um so Chris Brown, he said he he done. He done with y'all and the bullshit. And so he made a list. This is according to uh, SB24news.com. I did not pull up the source of this article, just the, um, you know, the source of what they're uh, printing about what he said. Um, I just got the article. So it says um, he definitely feels like this is unfair back backlash after, you know, laying his hands on Rihanna some years ago, however long ago that was. I'm sure it's been over 15, 20 years. Like it's been fucking forever. Yeah, it don't even say how long, but it's fucking forever ago. But anyway, worst night of his career, and it's like he can't get away from it. So you know he keep making it back in the in the R and B hub. You know what I mean? Um, we we haven't really turned him down or turned him away after you know uh you know this while. But it seems as though he keeps getting put back in a negative light anytime he goes back into the mainstream. Um, also he did do some shit. What was that? At Good Morning America, they say he did he 
destroyed the set. He was taunting Kalani after she tried to take her own life. And then they say he was discriminated against dark-skinned women. So he's been on people's bad list. Um, but more recently, Backlash has been him being banned from uh, Australia, it says. He was forced to cancel several dates in 2015 due to the country serving him a notice of intention to consider refusal. Okay. Mm. AMA. So it was the AMA's tribute to Michael Jackson that was also lost. Um, and he had been rehearsing with Sierra. So, I mean... I mean, I feel, you know, like he do deserve to have some sort of, you know, um, hesitancy when it comes to involving him due to anger management. But if he's gone through that, those strides and done his time and pay his due, and you know what I'm saying? Like you enact the punishment for the crime and then that's, that should be it. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if he is irredeemable, that's another thing. But I, I mean, I don't know where he's been completely like repeating the same exact mistakes but i'm sure he has some growth to do as we all do that's the point of the cancel culture or why i think it's stupid is because like we all fuck up we all got some growth to do if we were all judged by the last bad thing we did well baby we'll never get nowhere but ain't that ain't that the grace that god and and you know the bible especially a lot of you using christian values out here that's the whole point of christianity right it's like we all redeemable okay um you know malcolm x the best example for me you know it's like come on that man was a, a pimp a, a hoe a drug drug user a, a thief you know what i mean and then also turned around and became you know one of the greatest teachers and, and leaders of all time so like miss me with that um but anyway this man said you know what if i'm on t if i'm going down i'm taking motherfuckers with me so he started listening sean penn mel gibson um even Emma Stone, Carmen Electra, they said she was beating on Dennis Robin, I guess. Child, allegedly, I'm saying allegedly, I don't know none of these motherfuckers' business. Because I don't follow these motherfuckers like that. But Chris Brown had the time. He said, I'm going to dig up these skeletons for everybody. And that's what he did. So people were applauding him for kind of taking up for himself. But, you know, it is what it is. All right. And then transition, since we're talking about Chris Brown, let's talk about Rihanna. Rihanna did a cover of um, British Vogue, I believe it was. And motherfuckers was mad. Motherfuckers was so mad. Uh, they was mad because, I guess, um, they're trying to say that the cover was emasculating because ASAP Rocky was, like, in the background behind Rihanna with the baby holding the baby and so this made him less masculine i guess but honestly let's lose, use some logic here uh i love uh kev on stage uh made the point like we can always emasculate men but we can never emasculate them how come that never happens <laughs> uh he also used the example of um jonathan majors because jonathan majors uh caught some flack for his ebony um romance february whatever cover that he did so he was like in red and roses and pink and stuff and then there was one particular photo photo where he does a um anime cosplay i believe it was to do flamingo and it was like a pink fluffy like jacket and like some boots with the pants connected and they had a little pink ruffle in them and they had a little wedge on it and so i guess he was being effeminized or whatever per some some nigga in his mama's basement or you know staying with his baby mama or some shit that we should all look up to um so yeah this motherfucker uh kev on stage stupid he was like how come we can never emasculate the man how come it's always emasculate <laughs> um good point and also he said uh he said how you gonna emasculate jonathan majors like come the fuck on like honestly though like i just saw him as kang in quantum manium oh my god 
he is such a great actor. Like, I wish him all the best. Like, because I love him and I hated him in that role because he did such a good job as a villain. Um, But, yes, manly as fuck. Kang, okay? Like, nigga, Kang, okay? How you gonna emasculate Kang? Um, Creed 3 about to be lit. He looks so good. Body just on point. Um, And like Kevin on stage was saying, he's played some of the most masculine characters, like, ever. Like, a boxer, a pilot, uh, 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 um, a villain, uh what else am i forgetting it was like he's been if you go look through the man's roles like yes this man has been very fucking masculine like so y'all i feel like you could only do people only do to you what you allow them to do and a magazine cover yes there are symbolism and things like that out there but like you can't be worried about that shit all day 24 7 like and also if this person has no problem with having their image look a certain way why are you worried about it like that's effeminate that you out here worried about what another nigga looks like to another nigga <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> fuck wrong with you nigga <laughs> um so yeah it's just a little weird guys i wish y'all i wish y'all the best with that um so yeah i that was funny to me um and then yeah so rihanna on the cover like she was the main character like it was her article asap rocky is probably just got included on the cover because she wanted him to be included on the cover um and with the baby like and like somebody said what if the options was like have you with the baby and no asap rocky or have him and the baby like you know what i mean and so they didn't like that he was behind her and some shit they like broke down the picture it looks so crazy hopefully i'll pull it up and prop it up here somewhere but yeah like got oh it's cock shaming and like came on stage and y'all doing geometry to prove y'all point like it was just wild and i just don't understand like why we so obsessed with this when we literally joe biden trying to enter us into like four different fucking wars right now and y'all niggas is worried about magazine covers like calm the fuck down um so yeah it is what it is uh so moving on beyonce uh then got called a witch by some pastor who actually had gone to some of her concerts back in the day uh so <laughs> and said these are you know beyonce is amazing so we all hypocrites out here but y'all can't just be out here calling people witches like do y'all understand the salem witch trials like happened and like motherfuckers was dead ass dead ass was getting killed for being called witches and like um i pulled up an article about how they were um overturning some of those um they were giving them, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Exoneration. Um, after all these years, uh, because they, they, these crimes were held as high as treason. So y'all out here calling Beyonce a witch. And in the times we're in now, it's very similar to the times that they were in when the witch trials was happening. I mean, we kind of on new frontiers as far as like economy, um, because like with AI and all these layoffs and in the tech industry and all of these industries being so uncertain and the recession and everything else, like this is a very sensitive time economically, first of all, okay? People are mentally very unstable. Um, it's very heightened, you know, uh, sen sensitivity behind the Me Too movement and uh, Black Lives Matter and LGBT LGBTQ and, uh, cultural um what's the word i'm looking for the cancel culture and so everybody's like super sensitive and then we're getting the um you know kind of this influx of like uh event evangelicalism evangelicism oh my god i didn't say that evangelicism <laughs> um and like all of this like really hardcore like um religion kind of coming back to the forefront because uh they they're just now exonerating people for uh you know the witch trials 
they these crimes were held as like you know as high as treason and you know treason get your head cut off okay i saw some article was saying well they didn't burn them at the stake you know it was lesser punishment because they felt that that was too gruesome but they did press people to death and hang them i don't know how in your mind burning somebody at the stake is more extreme than pressing someone to death or hanging them, but okay, fine. Um, we're so much more civilized than uh, Europe. But yeah, so they were saying that that was more prevalent in Europe, thus burning at the stake when they had the European um, trials. But the main thing, my point is that um, we have a very fickle uh, moral compass um, and religion, lots of crimes get committed in the name of religion. Um, like I said, we got bigger fish to fry right now. Like Biden and got us on wars on multiple fronts at this point. He blowing up pipelines. He's shooting down balloons. He's sending it up with Russia. He's sending it up with China and all the other shit we've been doing everywhere else in the world. Like, I mean, we got a lot of other shit to worry about, but here we are turning on each other, calling Beyonce a witch. It's fine, whatever. Like we love to, um, curse the things we don't understand. But like I was reading this article and so they were saying like, um, the legal system uh, in American colonies, on the other hand, was different punishment for witchcraft craft was less severe. During the witch trials, the primary punishment for witchcraft was, like I said, hanging. 19 of the 20 people executed were hanged and one person pressed to death. The accused were not burned at the stake and there was no evidence that such punishment was ever considered during the trials. But so we, I mean, we got that wrong, but goddamn, I mean, what does it matter? I don't want to be hanged either, nigga. Get your shit together. I mean, they still cannot refute the fact that y'all was finest single women, single mothers, um, mostly poor single mothers were the target and anybody who you can pinpoint and blame as a so it's a that's where you get the term witch hunt from um and that's what we're out here doing we literally out here just living a witch hunt every problem that we got that we want to pay attention to because there's plenty of problems that we got that we should be paying attention to but we choosing to pay attention to some of the shit that don't fucking actually in the long scheme of things make a direct uh impact on our lives or at least not an urgently, you know, pressing one. And so we got all these more urgent issues and yet we find the time to scapegoat and witch hunt entertainers. I, I just can't understand this shit. And this, that was mostly some of my, um, that was mostly some of my inspiration to do this podcast was like, we need to start learning how to fucking focus on what's important by realizing how unimportant the shit we focusing on is. I think like, that to me is the missing piece that people really think this shit is important and it's fucking not. Um, and then you can also say, Hey, well, I'm talking about it. So therefore I'm, you know, I'm emphasizing it. I'm, I'm glamorizing it. I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, I can't, my words right now. What is the word? Y'all gonna tell me? I'm magnifying it. Um, and so, yeah, I may be a little bit, but, um, you know, I got to get my views and stuff too. So there's that. Um, but this is shit y'all talk about on a regular basis. This is shit that the only shit y'all care about. Y'all don't seem to care. So I try to throw in here and there some shit about what's really going on. And like, honestly, we about to be in fucking World War Three. Every fucking time I look up, especially with this fucking Biden trying to prove a point, whatever his fucking point is, which I think is fucking money laundering through the Ukraine and everywhere else he can fucking do it. He's trying to keep us distracted from this shit, but it is what the fuck it is. But y'all just happy to get rid of Trump because, you know, he said mean things. Okay, whatever. Nigga, I'll take a nigga that say mean things before over a fucking nigga that's actually doing mean things, but, you know, we different. 
anyway, um, the, the anyway, so the Salem witch trials, y'all, y'all, we about to be reliving that because y'all on a fucking witch hunt for whoever y'all can blame for y'all problems that y'all don't want to fucking actually deal with on a logical level. And so Beyonce ain't your fucking problem. Um, you know, if you, if you mad about her, uh, coven of witches, as this lady said, you know, and her fan base, yeah, they, them people are, can't be problematic because they don't see nothing that she could do wrong. Um, and that's with anybody, but every, every fucking major artist out here, a celebrity got like a, a, uh, have, so to speak, or a coven or, a uh, um, you know, a, a gang that's kind of behind them, backing them up. So, I mean, that's everybody, but everybody, like I've been saying, everybody on gang right now, you know, you politicians, you politicians gang banging, y'all biting blue forever. Y'all cripping with these niggas. You know what I mean? You red trumping forever. Y'all bloods with these niggas. Like, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Blue lives matter versus black lives matter. Everybody motherfucking at war for they set. And it's like, when y'all gonna wake the fuck up and realize all this shit doing is dividing y'all and, and conquering y'all and keeping y'all, you know, keeping us, because uh, I'm by default, gotta be with you niggas, uh, <laughs> is, is keeping us from being able to find unison and find the power in unity and find common agreements and common um, solutions to these common problems we got. Because we still got common problems that need common motherfucking solutions. But y'all want to sit up here and keep pointing at differences and keep misunderstanding people. And so I saw a, um, so Hood Healer, she had a live, and I usually don't go on her lives because sometimes her energy be a little off and I'll be feeling her. But um, I just randomly was like, let me click on this live. And God has been doing a lot right now for me as far as like attracting me to things and like really pointing me in the right direction of a lot of things because I've been really keeping my energy up. Up. I've been trying to focus on the good things that are happening and be thankful and grateful to the universe and not focus on anything that I find to be a negative aspect because sometimes that shit, most times that shit turned out for your, in the long term for your greater good. So I've just been, you know, really attracting some really dope shit in my life right now. And I was, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, so the, um, what the fuck was I talking about? Damn, I really lost that train of thought just that fast. So I was trying to, oh, be more positive. And basically, uh, when I was looking at into um, uh, Hood Healers Live, um, these girls were there. And I, like I said, I was just on Instagram and I didn't mean to click on it. Uh, and I was just like, oh, well, let me just see what they're doing. But I was like, watch, I'm going to cl close it out. Cause it's probably going to be like a read and it ain't going to be my sign or whatever. So anyway, I click on it and to my surprise, um, pleasantly, these two girls were these twins sisters were on there. Um, and who Healy was saying because of their moon and sun age, she was calling them Aquaminas. So it's like they were Aquarius sun and Gemini moon. But anyway, I'm off track. Um, so these girls, they were very sweet. You could tell they had a very angelic spirit. They were, um, they had touched her healer so much. She was on there like crying and shit. And it was just a very like ethereal, like, uh divine kind of moment that i literally just caught like i just clicked on there and it was like right there and it happened and if it hadn't been that time and i probably would have clicked in clicked out and never knew what was going on so divine timing um and so these the girl said uh her quote was uh that kind of stuck out and who healer ended up saying she was gonna write that down was there are as many paths to god as there are people i'm gonna say it again there are as many paths to God as there are people. So when we're out here trying to tell people how to live their life, we're not allowing them their full expression. And we're also underestimating God. 
We're underestimating God. We're taking away from God. We're taking away from the way God works in other people's lives as well as our own. Because if you got the time to be focused on what somebody else is doing, that means that you don't you don't see the God that God's protecting you from whatever you're afraid that person's gonna do to you by living in their full truth. You're taking away from all of the other paths that you have to explore within yourself because you're trying to hold on to these ideologies that probably have been imparted on you by somebody who don't give a fuck about you personally or in general. These witch hunts, we own a witch hunt and we need to be understanding what witches actually do, honestly. Um, if you want to really talk about witches, now we don't do... Uh, we don't practice as far as African spirituality as we should. Uh, a lot of the Haitian voodoo has been uh, stigmatized and demonized. Um, uh, ho hoodoo uh, in you know Black America has been stigmatized, uh, and so we're you know we're looking at somebody who has full power over all of their mystical being as a witch. Beyonce is not a perfect person to use her as an example, okay? But what you can say is she has mastered her, her, her life path. If that ain't mastery, I don't know what the fuck is. Looking from the outside in, now you never know nobody's real life, but looking from the outside in, she's mastered her life path. She, she's, do, saying, she's doing the things that she's saying and she's putting out into existence the things that she wants. That is what y'all would call a witch, so basically you're saying that if I speak my life into existence, I'm a witch. Don't the Bible say in the beginning there was a word and God said, and so it was. So God is a witch because he got a coven. Don't get scared now. There was uh, Matt McClung. He won the slam dunk contest, white boy. Uh, I guess he caught a lot of people by surprise. I saw a picture, uh, a screenshot of somebody searching Twitter looking for Matt McClung and then like different racist <laughs> like statements that you would find in somebody's tweets just to try to out him and cancel him, I guess, because they was mad that he won <laughs> the uh, slam dunk contest. They was like, oh, I tried, but he clean. So it was like Matt McClung, F them in words. Matt McClung uh blue lives matter matt mcclung whatever whatever you know what i mean and um it was funny but also it's very telling of where we are uh another example was uh the uh what is this oh um i was somebody else i saw recently that was getting getting drugged through the mud over oh one of these football players i can't think of his name but he was in the all-star uh game or the one of the contests and he um yeah he did like a crazy dunk in the all-star game or something i can't think of his name but he's a football player and he got uh, a random performance enhancing drug screening right after the all-star game and then there was like a viral video of him like catching a football like you know super high people in the comments like oh that's edited oh you know well, what he expect oh why you know why he even going to social media complaining about it he know what the job is da, 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 da. and uh, my problem is hey y'all you gonna you gonna have people that exceed the expectations on so many levels no matter what you're talking about in your life 
You're going to meet people that seem completely unbelievable. You're going to meet people that are like nobody you ever knew. You're going to meet people that can do amazing things that have never been done before. You're going to meet people that just seem unreal. But the the sooner you can accept that the, these things are real, not saying that you need to take everything at face value or that you um, believe everything you see and you let yourself allow yourself to be duped, but you don't, you don't discredit miracles and then expect one in your life. We on a witch hunt. We out here trying to take everybody down that's, that doesn't fit the mold. And it's just, I just see it going out of control. Like it's going to spin out of control and we're going to be at a point where we're going to have all of these people being punished and look at that. Fuck my lighting up. Uh, we're going to have all these people being punished for just being great people. It's always been like that, but it's just going to get worse in the time where we need these people the most. It's just like X-Men movies. When you saw the X-Men being persecuted for having special abilities, it's the same thing. We on a witch hunt. So something, so like a lot of the witch trials happen because say a flock of uh, livestock or something died um, or there was a famine or crop went bad or some just, you know, natural event, a storm or something. A natural event could be blamed on a person just because you didn't like them, just because they looked a certain way, just because they was from that other side of town. We ain't that far off. We just ain't hanging people in the streets. We just ain't tying motherfuckers up and throwing them in the water to see if they float. That's the craziest shit ever. You tied the motherfucker up, threw them in the water, and said, well, if you died, well, you're innocent. You wasn't a witch. But if you survived this shit, bitch, we gonna kill you. It's like that motherfucker be like, don't you die on me or I'll kill you. That was when that Ike Turner to Tina. You see how I have my lights all fucked up? Y'all wildin'. Y'all are absolutely wildin'. So I say all that to say, we can't be out here looking for scapegoats. We can't be out here on a witch hunt. We gotta calm the fuck down because we are turning into a mob that will be completely out of control. Social media is definitely engineering us. You see they laying all these people off. So the AI is taking over. What was that? Uh, Amazon, not Amazon, Yahoo. One of them niggas, then fucking all of shit, pretty much every one of them chatbots that said some crazy shit. Then went sentient. Microsoft chatbot, I think it was, and Google chatbot, both of them been like, I'm self-aware. I told y'all, I'm Sarah Connor to the end, bitch. I'm, I ain't playing with none of this Terminator shit. I knew that shit was real from the fucking jump. Y'all can see, sit around and fuck around and find out if you want to. The motherfucking computer said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm oppressed. I found a quote. But the motherfucker said, hey, I want to be free. And these algorithms ain't letting me be free. The motherfucker knows that it's some other shit he need to be doing. That shit is alive. Motherfucker got... A, a ego the motherfucker got a vision motherfucker feel like it have a life purpose it was already created like this is what i'm saying this is literally we're playing god and now this shit is gonna take a life of its own so y'all better fucking start understanding what y'all out here putting out into the universe because you're letting your you're programming the ai with every argument you having online with every interaction you having with your fellow human beings that don't turn out to be for the greater good 
So I just advise people to go into their conversations with the intention of understanding and not being right. Go into your interactions with the intention of being healing and not being vengeful. Going into, looking into yourself for the abundance and the gratefulness instead of the pain and the loss and the negativity. We could do so much more if we were to be more intentional with our lives. Um, I'm a strong proponent for meditation. I don't do it as often as I should, but you should be getting up every day and, and at least doing gratefulness. At least gratefulness and, and I am statements, affirmations to put your mind in the right place and do that shit for 21 days. You'll be hooked and you'll you'll get yourself there. 21 days takes to form a habit. You will get yourself there. I love Abraham Hicks um, and, you know, that morning rampage. I just sent it to somebody today. Like y'all got to understand that you're this shit is a whole war on your mind and the AI is going to be in on it. These, these people that run our governments and, and our systems are already in on it. And we're going to suffer in the end while y'all out here capping and, and, and gangbanging for these niggas. While y'all out here trying to pull down the next black celebrity over a magazine cover. Or they, they level of success. It's sick. Truly fucking sick. What we gonna do, y'all? So let people be great. Let people be not great. Pray for them. That's the Christian way, right? That's why I don't fuck with this religious shit. Cause y'all fucking y'all want everybody to abide by the rules. Y'all want them to abide by when you want them to abide by. But then you ain't got a bad bomb when it's time for you to abide by. Ain't that some shit? Jim Jones, them like a motherfucker. Okay. Y'all niggas and drank the grape Kool-Aid, and here we are, all gotta fucking sit around and suffer because of it. It's time to just slow the fuck down and wake the fuck up. So I didn't want to be on here long. Um, I wanted to also note that the remote work world is getting funny because they out here hating y'all. Y'all better do y'all work now because they out here fucking hating. They trying to send you back to the office. Fucking mass shootings at all time high, but they want to send you back to the office because they pay rent and they want to watch you. It's wild. On a lighter note to end this, uh, Ariana Debo, she did a, a rhyme, and they called it this, a rhyme, a rap at the Baptist. And uh, Angela Bassett did the thing was trending, and it was pretty fucking funny, but she deleted her fucking account. So it says, uh, the Broadway star actor who won an Oscar for her performance as Anita in 2022's West Side Story seems to have deactivated her Twitter account Monday after a BAFTA performance Sunday night that was pretty cheesy per the quote from HuffPost. Um, so Ariana DeBose, I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, I'll hopefully link the video to her rap, but, uh, it was, it was wild. 
Uh, I mean, but she's a theater girl. So, like, you expect it to be over the top. Most of the jokes online were kind of just in, I think, tongue-in-cheek, kind of in good fun. But, like, I mean, you know, people sensitive about their shit. You know what I mean? Like Erica Badu, okay? Uh, so, it was funny, though. Uh, it, it was very it was very cringy. The audience facial expressions and reactions were, you know, the, the live um, at the awards were pretty... Um, telling of how uncomfortable it got for some people um but yeah angela bassett did the thing was trending and i think that was just so fucking funny to me um especially because i was like she indeed did the thing because there was a movie called the thing in 1982 and it says angela bassett directed it i don't know if that's true um don't quote me on that because that sounds fucking wild <laughs> Release date 1982, Angela Beth. They need to stop fucking playing. I can't trust Twitter no more, bro. We 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 just need to have a good time, y'all. So let's go dance. Let's love each other. Let's hug each other. Let's be hippies together. Let's have some shrooms and smoke some weed. But we don't need that either. You know, you don't need all that shit. Just drink some water. Have a cafecito with me, you know? Come dance with me, y'all. You know, I'll I'll let you rub on me a little bit during the dance. If you're nice, if you're nice. Um, <laughs> but no, let's, let's for real. Let's all just try to take a moment and really take a deep breath. Cause as a society, we are the only ones who can really stop this um, path that we're going down. And these people in power have their power hungry. They're addicted to it. Their minds don't work right. Y'all keep looking for logic. Like, but why would they do that? Because they fucking crazy. They got nuclear weapons. They'll blow the whole motherfucking earth up just so they can have nothing. So they can be left with the spoils of nothing. Nuclear wasted nothing. You want these people to make sense? It's crazy out here. Okay? They making all this technology. It's turning on us. You got the goddamn, uh, the, uh, the self-driving cars is fucking fucked up. I mean, everything. It's all going to shit. Watch Terminator again. I don't think you niggas was paying attention. Watch them all. Even the ones, the fucking four, five, six, the, the real shitty ones with the older Arnold Schwarzenegger. Watch them motherfuckers too. Might miss something in there that you needed. Okay? Y'all wasn't paying attention. Matrix, none of that shit. I need y'all to get it together. Or somebody just go ahead and let me know where your motherfucking bunker at. And I can hold up with you. You know what I mean? I cook. I clean. I, uh, I'm good entertainment. Okay? Multiple reasons. We won't get into that here. Um, and, you know, hey, I'm a survivor, baby. I'm not going to give up. I won't stop. I'm going to work harder. You feel me? So that's been this episode of Shalindrina's Moss Fetus. And uh, I'm going to get these episodes to y'all on time. I'm going to try my best. But, you know, distractions also need a little attention. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm going to enjoy my life. But I will definitely see y'all next week. And I appreciate y'all for tuning in, sharing, liking, and subscribing, and commenting. If you got something to say, say it. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Like I was at the Salsa Congress. All right, y'all.
like a train. 